thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the range point four. This is control. Be reasonable. Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the Guard Frequency, because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 240 of the best damn space sim podcast ever. Y'all listening to Guardians of the Frequency, and this is the Verster calling in to let you know that Tony is wrong. Even the Verster knows when Tony's wrong. You're not listening to episode 240. It's episode 239 of the best damn space sim podcast ever. Catch you on the flippity flop. Recorded on Friday, November 23rd, and made available for download Tuesday, November 27th, 2018, over at GuardFrequency.com. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Henry. And Tony's streams, it's never quite as it seems, never quite as it seems, right, Tony? That's right, Henry. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak or Facebook.com forward slash GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come and join us at 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency Live over at twitch.tv slash guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn Space Sim podcast ever? You can always support the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all of our Patreons who support us week on week. We'll hope you'll consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get to the show. What have we got in store this week, Tony? In this week's flight deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, and X4. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, with a surprise twist that is super... twisty. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. Speed 175, Port Bay, hands on approach, trigger screen, call the ball. Don't get taken home with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Frontier sounds last call on the beta test, which will be closed by the time you get this show. Here's hoping they found all the bugs. CIG launches their free fly week, and patch 3.3.5 goes live followed immediately by 3.3.6, with a virtual convention and a new spaceship and spawning Idris's. And next week, as we record the show, X4 Foundations will launch on PC, so we'll all have things to do until Beyond Chapter 4, Descent, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and Star Citizen Alpha 3.5 all come out. All right, so we can just go backwards. The first one's easy. Uh, X4 will be out next Friday. Uh, November 30th is the release date. It is being sold for $50 American. 
as far as I could tell, there's no Black Friday discounts on that, so just just go buy it, uh, and then we can all um, we can all not play all those other games until they all come out. <laughs> so X Force is going to be cool. Are you guys both going to play it? Are you both getting it? When it I comes think out? I'll get it. Yeah, I think I want to pick it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll be getting it. I don't know when I'll be getting it, but I'll be getting it. I did see on there that they they basically it it says the the start of the game is essentially like you're going to kind of pick your background character. Like that's, it's that's uh, the way it always is he, though. Well, do they always have different uh, builds that you can yeah. do? Okay. You get different uh, economic starts and different, like, situational starts. Like, they put you in different places with different ships, with different money and reputations. Okay. Well, it's been a long time since I played. I didn't remember that they gave yeah. you that. It's, uh, so, That's not so, yeah, for the main story. Be... That's, like, their open play, different scenario starts. Is the main story going to have... Well, um, like we said start? last time, there's not going to be a quote main story. Oh, that's right. There's going to be yeah. There's going to be their sort of through line that they'll that they'll encourage you to take because they'll probably give you special unlocks and other stuff like that. But there's not going to be a a quote first person story like they usually have. Um, so, but anyway, all right. So we just thought we'd just give give everybody the heads up because if you're looking for something to do while waiting for Elite to finish their beta ing and Star Citizen to push everything back till March and uh, for Rebel Galaxy to come out and descent whenever it does uh, you can play X4 it'll be there for you we're going to be kind of spoiled for choice come the new year really oh it's a good I mean, year for the, Space Sims man yeah it seems like a good year coming up for Space Sims so I'll tell you what's so, going to take a little of my time that's going to piss Jeff off is No Man's Sky's getting another update we didn't mention I didn't read enough about it to make, talk much about it other than it looks freaking beautiful and more stuff to do is always fun and there's more to do in it I, I, I want a mute button. Every time you say no more Sky, I'm just going to mute you. It's a cool game now, man. The guy yeah, really I, turned it around. Took a while. I'm actually, I actually booted it back up the other time. And one of the things that made me think about how old my hard drive was, I've, uh, off the air, I was telling the guys about, I'm going to get a new hard drive. Uh, I just told you, did I say you guys this? When did I say this? When did I say this about as my hard drive? As a recap, Tony was talking about his hard as drive. As a recap, as yeah. I was talking about my hard drive and clearing off half a terabyte of space of old guard frequency and priority one audio recordings. Anyway, my point is is that I noticed No Man's Sky was taking a long time to load up, and I'm like, maybe I should think about switching to an SSD. And then I realized my hard drive was actually six years old, and I've been living on borrowed time for the last three to three years or so. So uh, I've decided I'm going to go ahead and upgrade. Long story short, I've been looking at No Man's Sky too, and, and that new update that kind of has me intrigued as well. So there you go, bonus news report from your friends at uh, Guard Frequency. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so let's uh, we can move on to uh, uh, Star Citizen here because I want to save Elite Dangerous for last because by then we might have actually arrived at the system Henry is currently driving to or the feature. I'm at 123 seconds away. 123 seconds away. Light seconds. 123,000 light seconds. Uh, away? Okay, yeah, thousand. Sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> okay, okay, I all right, that's okay. That's all right. Okay, all right. So uh, Star Citizen, Jeff, you have gone into the 3.3.6 beta. Of course. Because 3.3.5 beta had some memory leaks or something that was making people crash left and right. Yep. <clears throat> uh, but they updated that, and now it seems to be working. Uh, it seems to be working, like I, like I mentioned earlier, which we won't uh, re-mention, but uh, there are some glitches, um, some, some very funny glitches. There, uh, it's some faulty AI issues with some of the guards hanging around. Yeah. Orville, yeah. right? Yeah. Fraternization problems, from what I understand. Yeah. Well, you can mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, illegal somewhere. <laughs> How they do it in a spacesuit, I don't know. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's beyond me. Maybe there's a, a flap or a special seal. I don't know. Um, 
But uh, all in all, it, it's it's looking good. There's a lot of people in, and, and of course, uh, it, that's good for stressing the servers and finding out what's broke. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I'm hoping they'll do is that they will put, uh, you know, right now you hit F2 and you get the galaxy map. Uh, I think when you're in major metropolitan spaceports, especially ones of, of such magnitude, they need to put in a local map. And I'm, I'm hoping that that kind of system will come in. I don't know if it's ever been talked about. I don't think anybody's ever brought it up. But there's an obvious need, especially when I see the chat full of, how do I get from here? How do I get to there? How do I, you know, uh, where's, this, where's my ship? Uh, you know, so mm -hmm. they need some yeah. type of map. And they could do this pretty cool. You know, through the through the Hololens or through the Hologlass, and and you know, if they took some time with it, uh, I think it would it would turn out really well. But that is definitely a necessity. In in uh, isn't that isn't that on the roadmap though? Their sort of local navigation scanner I, thing. I I wasn't looking for it, and I and when I was talking to my son about it, because both of the both of the older boys are in in um, Star Citizen as well. He, my <laughs> You got you got you got everybody packages for Christmas three years. No, ago. No, 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 no. They got their own pack. In fact, one of them bought a Hammerhead, bought a Phoenix, bought a. What? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, an entrepreneur, and he believes Just have him on the show. Uh, he he believe we believe that he's trying to you know when this when this game launches, you know a Hammerhead's twenty two million dollars in game. Yeah, we've discussed how ridiculous the prices are. In the, yeah, yeah I believe, and so I believe, and I've been shouted down for uh, about uh, assuming that things are going to stay this way. Yeah, and and but but he he plans on selling some of his stuff at, at game actual game launch, and uh, hopefully we'll rake in you know the dough. Um, yeah, I'm sure. And, <clears throat> we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, all in all, he's uh, uh, you know all these questions are popping up, and and uh, but I I. So I really haven't checked out what the roadmap says. Well, I I, th I think that's the the idea is that they're going to have some sort of uh, scanning device, and hopefully that scanning device would include things like waypoints to the store uh, or to your uh, hab or whatever uh, would be something that they would they would uh, that they'd add in there for you know utilitarian purposes. Like I need to find my way home or to my spaceship or to the mission point. I also heard that that was one of the, like, the known bugs is that the, the mission points weren't always accurate. They also, not, yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah. buggy, too. I think these are all things that... Um, they will they will yeah, work themselves out. Like I said, there's, there's nothing in there that, to me, was a game-breaking glitch or, or you know, my system right. chewed through it. I, you know, when I first built my system, Star Citizen was just coming out. I think it was 2013 I built this. You know, I built it with yeah. a, built it with the top end uh, stuff on it, and now I'm I'm looking for a graphics card. I uh, you know Black Friday deals and stuff. I'm sure thinking about you know laying down some heavy credit and and uh, you know buying one that may last me another five years. <laughs> right. So right before Star Citizen rolls out again in yeah. five years, right? Exactly. Yeah. When they finally have their launch. Exactly. That's that's right. Well. Uh, we will we'll have to see. Ken Shadow uh, was bragging earlier because they had a web trivia contest that he won and got Master Shipbuilder. So you know he he wanted us to make sure that we covered that. Obviously, uh, so congratulations to Ken Shadow on being what's it called Maximum Throttle Ship Master 
which is how Kinchetto gets, quote, uh, all the chicks. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's, 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 I think that was, that, that was crucial. Uh, he needed, he needed everybody to know that. So, um, I thought he was married. Well, that's one it's of the chicks he got. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly I mean, he's the wife. only one. It's, it's all that he, how he gets all the chicks he needs. How's that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, there you go. All that, the chicks I think that's a perfect let him good, have. Are those yeah. space chicks? <laughs> Actually, I believe the phrase was "space chicks" on his Twitter. Yeah, that's what I, I believe. That, okay. I believe that is how he right. announced well, it on that, his Twitter. That, that's on okay. His if they're space yeah. chicks, then that's okay. Yeah, so it's 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 clearly fictional chicks that dig the fact that Ken Shadow can answer trivia questions about ships and star citizens. So, congratulations to Ken Shadow. Space chicks are our featherless, flightless bird that's uh, found on certain planets. Uh, right, <laughs> right. Speaking of. Finding creatures on alien planets, Henry. Yeah. How you, how, how are we doing on uh, what's our ETA on you getting to the special space cloud? We are just uh, we're approaching it there. Uh, four four hundred light seconds away. Oh, we're like practically on top of the damn thing. Yeah, I'm looking Fantastic. as we approach the area. It's different than I expected. There's like uh, I expected well, it to here. be kind of out by itself. There's a system of planets and moons around it. It's kind of buried in the middle. Oh. I wonder what that is. In- notable stellar phenomena. I wonder if I'm in the right place. No, it's, I'm sure you are, because it's a Lagrange nebula, which means it's uh, uh, in a gravitationally stable Lagrange point near a star. Because for a Lagrange point, you need two orbiting bodies uh, in proximity to each other, usually a star and a planet, sometimes a planet and a moon. And so you need those two orbiting bodies so that you can have a stable gravitational point between them or near them. Because there are up to five Lagrange points. Refresher course, ladies and gentlemen. From a very early guard frequency episode, uh, so uh, you know, as you know, everyone gets lost near the range point four. So hopefully, Henry's not headed towards the range point four. Maybe that's what this is. There is a cloud. You see the black cloud? Everything's oh. dark. That's unfortunate. Well, let's turn on your night vision. Up. Yeah, I'll keep the night vision. I was checking out like what. Ooh, uh, see, there's something inside the cloud. Yeah, yeah. Which is that? Which is bubble things? Henry, you've discovered bubble things. Let's name them after you. Can't data link scan it or anything like that. I mean, you get, it, get within 500 meters. You're still you're still uh, you're still outside 500 meters. So for the for the folks listening along at home, Henry is now inside a cloud in a ring, surrounded by crystal pokey things that aren't asteroids. And now he has a uh, he's he's approached what looks like you know those models of molecules that you get in like a, a like high school science lab kit thing kind of thing stuck together. They're like that only without the tinker toys between their molecules. Kind of think I should shoot it, huh? Well, that's what we do with the things in Elite Dangerous. Besides, it's just the beta. So, I mean, you're not really killing anything except... Yeah, I'm not going to start beta, a real interstellar this. war. Did I bring any weapons? Yeah. I don't even know if I brought any weapons. I'm, I'm like in my exploration ship. How do you not have a, even like a gun? I might not have any people. Yeah, it doesn't look like you have any guns. It sure doesn't. Check that out. I'm not shooting nothing. I came in peace today. <laughs> well, that's a little, that's, that's a little disappointing. Yeah, let's try the crystals, because I don't know what these things are all about here. It's a shame we're on the dark side of the planet right now. Right, back to well, this is what happens when you drive 700,000 light seconds in the middle of nowhere. Well, I wish you'd brought a gun to shoot things like we do in Elite Dangerous. I'm not flying all the way back, so we're breaking this canopy open. <laughs> and he's going to ram it till it does something. Do something cool. Some of, the, some of those <laughs> things are kind of spiky. You could totally pull a wash from Firefly. Go right through your canopy. Check it out. Oh, 
No, oh. just scraped across. Oh, no, I got you. Holy God, it took out three rings of shields when you did that. Oh, man, my shields should be off. What am I doing? No, no, you had your shields up, and when you put when you hit the when you hit the pointy end, when you hit the pointy end, you it, it, it took you down. Are you really gonna try to kill yourself? Yeah, I mean this is beta. Uh, okay. I got a ton of money. Oh man, my my hull integrity wow. is wrecked right now. Wow. I hit asteroids all the time. They don't do that to me. That's crazy. No, that that was that hurt. Yeah. Good God, that would that would that took you down pretty far. That was a that's a crate too. That's that's fairly decently. Did armored. you see lightning? Uh, that just maybe. lit up. Was that my imagination? I swear I saw that cloud light up. Well, I, the 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 stream quality is not so great. Plus, you're on your VR rig, so it's not coming across really well. Hmm. That's a shame. It really does look nice here. There seems to be a light source back in this area. Yeah, and towards that notable notable stellar phenomenon. Maybe don't run into anything else because you're really low on you know hull. My shields are up. I'm good now, Tony. Oh, okay. You're sweating. Yeah, with you and your three percent hull. I don't see anything up here except this gas cloud. Oh, and let's let's can we should we you know wax philosophical and 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 poetical on the ga- the quality of the gas cloud? I think it looks nice from my perspective. I don't know what it looks like on the stream, but it Not looks so really great, nice but here. We're gonna blame we're gonna blame the stream quality on that. It's like uh, it's like when you're on a plane, you're on a real plane, and you're going through clouds, yeah. and you see them distantly, you know. And uh, when you go through them, they still look like they're distant, even though they're right close. Hard to explain. It's it looks good. It looks natural. Well, it is. You did drive into a fog bank right there. So yeah, and uh, that, it's that, gone. that did happen. Yeah, that was really all right. So I'm gonna go and impale myself on a red crystal. Okay, and, sounds great. Uh, I'll go ahead and unlock you, uh, and we'll 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 go. We'll do like the rest of the uh, the show, right. unless I, well, well, we can we can we can win we can witness your death. I think it's only I think it's only fair. Oh wow! Yeah, those those Woo! asteroids jumped out of nowhere. That's been broken open by a miner. Did you see that? I wonder if that's what the cloud's from. Oh, maybe. Because that asteroid is all cracked up. Look at that. That's the fragments yeah. that you get when you mine. Yep. Yep. I wonder correct. if that caused this... Uh, I bet that's what made the cloud. That's really cool. That's really cool. And they, were, they did say they were going to be persistent. We flew through that by open? accident. No, I'm in, yeah. uh, I'm in guard in the, frequency right, right now. So it, so it's, it's it even changed amongst uh, the different uh, instances. Yeah, that's cool. Good job, Henry. Thank you very much for showing us that, and I'm glad you discovered space poop. Uh, that's that's what we do here on the show. We that's quality entertainment is what that was. In any event, so the other things they've got going uh, this week are the Thargoid incursions uh, being tested in the Maya system. They did a live stream. I did not catch all of it because I was busy stuffing my face with turkey and mashed potatoes. Uh, but they did mention that some of the uh, they just were testing some things and found that they were not. 100% uh, happy with where the incursion was at this point. They're still tweaking the background simulation and some of the balancing in the uh, combat zones. But just a brief description, the apparently they're going to just, the Thargoid ships are just going to start attacking systems. You're not going to get a warning. You're not going to get a notice. They're just going to, like, start showing up. And, and if you are a minor faction like ourselves... Uh, and they start showing up in your system, you're just going to have to be aware of that and start blowing up Thargoid scouts, or you will go into an incursion state. And if you go to an incursion state, your starport will be damaged, so it'll be on fire, and you'll have to do all the rescue stuff like we've we've seen before, and the bigger ships will start showing up. And if you don't clear the Thargoids out then, then there will be fewer scouts and more of the bigger ships and more of the meaner bigger ships. 
And as they have it set up right now, there is no fall off. So if you don't clean the Thargoids out early, they will overrun your system and they will never leave. So there's that. So and it's kind of like sure. a war. Yeah, it's it's uh, this. Uh, I've read some things on the forums, uh, and people were like, "Oh, finally, now the Thargoids are real. You know, now they're a real threat to the bubble, like they should have been two years ago." But I'm more like, "This is how this is. You know, it's a slow burn thing, right? It's you know, the Thargoids have been around for millions of years. It's not like they need to like invade the the bubble in a week. They can kind of take their time and just creep up to it. It's not like we can really, you know stop them really easily." So uh, it, it, but the lack of an end game, the lack of a um, a plan for ceasing it, sort of makes me think like they are taking the game uh, ahead narrative wise. Like they are going to start uh, uh, having some consequences for the Thargoids being around. So commanders will have to like plan their routes differently. Uh, and avoid star star ports that are under attack and that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be, it seems like it's gonna be more of a thing. That's cool. I think that's great. Yeah, I, as long as it doesn't go through NC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's that it's that thing I was talking about uh, with um, one of my friends yesterday about um, expectations in a game. Um, recently picked up Fallout seventy six, and we've been playing it online. Now I'm a big big fallout fan and i'm really mad that they that, that the next iteration of this game is well i was really mad let me put it that way i've kind of i've kind of backed off from that position it actually kind of works um as long as people don't have an expectation of some end game for it so can you use a joystick with it <laughs> uh, for those of you at home jeff just gave henry a bite me look that's pretty fantastic. It's like it was like a facial version of uh, Tony's dick, only pointed at Henry. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, I think the only one of the challenges I see them having if they don't kind of have a Thargoid cleanup system is new players uh, are going to maybe fall into these guys without being ready for it, right. without knowing what's right. coming. That's that. That's the only sort of uh, the, that's the drawback that I see of them uh, not having a. Uh, well, I mean, there, there's all sorts of things you can do. You can have some type of trigger that says, below so many months of playtime, below, you know, so many millions of dollars, uh, you know, something. Yeah. That they don't ever show up or see it, but they could. But I, I don't think that's the way they roam. I don't no. think that's think necessary. I mean, there's plenty of systems, and a lot of them that are infested are not going. It's not like you'll go there and just get blown up instantly. You'll just see the scary signal sources, and you won't go to them. You know, yeah. it's not and, like and, you're forced any, into high level combat when right out of the gate. Except if you're a new player and you're out of fuel, and the only starport that's there is you know blown up. That sounds like an adventure. <laughs> oh, but it does. They do have the rescue ships there. Yeah, the rescue ships are the rescue there, ships. so they, you'll be able to refill the rescue ships. Now, maybe this will be okay then. It'll be uh, all the right. The other thing, they were asking some questions, and the, uh, one of the things they were one of the things that makes me think that this is sort of a narrative, a narrative driving situation, is that people were asking on the uh, on the chat uh, into in the in the live stream. Hey, is, are they only going after planets with uh, ammonia atmospheres? You know, are they only going after systems with uh, planets with ammonia atmospheres? And they're like, you'll have to ask the Thargoids. And they're, they're like, uh, you know, are they 
uh, when are they expanding? Or how many are they? Are the eagle eye systems, the eagle eye predictive um, messages, whatever it is they are, are those still going to work? And he'll be like, "You'll have to ask the Thargoids." So I mean, it sounds like they're they're tweaking how things are going to progress and maybe taking it to the next level. So I'm excited we'll because to... I was sad with what was missing with the Gnosis, um, with that attack yeah. being over. That was some of the most fun I've ever had in Elite, and that's going to be back hardcore. Yeah. The, the combat zones with the incursion states kind of remind me of the Gnosis because you jump in and there's a bunch of little scouts around. There's NPC Earthlings out there also helping you uh, shoot those guys down. And if you're in there long enough, you get a flower ship that jumps in. So it's you know, it's it's not like it, you can get overwhelmed just like in a regular combat zone if you attract a lot of aggro and you get like six or eight ships swarming you. And that's a little hairy, but uh, the flower ships pop up every so often. They're like a boss level, right? It's like you clean up a bunch of little guys and then a boss shows up. So I think that's a, that seems like a pretty good concept for this, especially if you get a wing of real human players that are geared for anti-Thargoid uh, stuff. You mop up the little guys. And then you go after the occasional flower ship. That seems like a good. That seems like a good system to me. Uh, I only played it once because I just now figured out that only Maya has it in the beta. I was looking for looking looking around the map, trying to find an incursion system on the map feature. Go to Maya. Couldn't find it. It's in the Maya. System. Couldn't find it. Um, but yeah, no, it, it seems like a pretty good system to me. I hope they get their all their little bugs worked out because the, they said they they mentioned that they saw stuff that wasn't working as intended. So. Uh, pretty pretty happy about that, and uh, I'm looking forward to them removing the four experimental weapons restriction from ships. Because that made I'm no sick sense. And tired of that's actually yes, happening. That makes, no, but I'm telling them. I'm oh. looking forward. I'm I'm expecting <laughs> that memo. I'm expecting that memo any day now. Uh, get on that. it, Frontier. Be, yeah, get on it, Frontier. Yeah, make that make that happen. Make that happen. And uh, a couple of other little things. It, it's a uh, it may not surprise anyone, but apparently um, it's become a new thing to gank people with anti-Xeno outfits going to these things. So, you know, the, the PVPers will uh, sit on combat zones and uh, sh- and systems with incursions, pulling down people that have anti-Thargoid weapons because, of course, those are next to useless against player ships. So that's that's going to be a fun time, too. So that's just watch out for you know that, I, that's why I don't play in open because there because there are people that just have an uh, you know a low character is the it's best emergent way. gameplay Jeff it's not no I'm sorry it's emergent gameplay that's not emergent gameplay that's that's a thing now and I can see where I can see where that's a winning strategy if you are that kind of player so but uh, so everybody watch six you, you, you can say practice low, your interdiction low, evasions of low character. Yep. Uh, well, they, we, there's a, they, a they, variety of opinions on this on this topic. Well, you know, they're the type of people that go out and you know hurt little animals and and. Uh, I th- you know they I think pinch and I think, poke babies these bastards every one of them. <laughs> so, smack kittens around event, and gank people yeah. on their way to fight aliens. Yeah, so no, no, on, on, on when they when they arrive, not on the way there. They get uh, you yeah. when you're on the on the doorstep because that's yeah. when you're vulnerable because you're slowing down to get into the the non-human signal source or the the uh, combat zone you have to pull back on your speed and they just can tuck in right behind you and gank you also people are are shooting you down while you're in the combat zone 
So you're in the combat zone shooting down Thargoids, and then they start shooting at you too. So then you have Thargoids shooting at you and other players shooting at you, which is also a good time. Hey, maybe those guys are uh, in the Thargoid cult. That's their. That's what. The, that's what they're role playing as. That's right. They're role playing people of the Thargoid cult. So and the Thargoid cultists are getting shot at by the Thargoid Thargoids. That also. is correct. That is also that's correct awesome. because they're because they are uh, sacrificing themselves to their far god. So. It's all it's legit role play and it is also I believe we refer to them as butt fedora maneuvers. So there you go. One one final thing. I don't know if we covered this last week, but I think it skipped uh, our attention and I apologize for this. There is now a headlights indicator in your panel in your ship in Elite Dangerous. So you'll know when your headlights are on. I don't I'm know so how, glad I, you how mentioned I missed that. This. I'm so glad you mentioned that. You know why? I don't know when I turn my headlights on because they don't reach far enough to illuminate any freaking thing in the game. Right. So instead, I would have appreciated if they gave me a freaking high beam setting or bulb replacement instead of an indicator that says, yeah, your pretend lights are on because I still don't see them. They have that in the SRV. Yeah, I get they that have in a high the SRV. beam setting in the SRV. But yeah. the yeah. light, the, like the same bulb is in my SRV dashboard as is on the front of my crate mark too. It's like the same bulb. It's the size of my thumb. It's, it's a 20, this freaking big. It's a 25 right watt. Yeah, yeah, it's a 25 watt yeah. bulb. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. crazy. I, I, from a long time ago, people did complain about this. And from what I understand, making the headlights go out any farther than they already do uh, causes such a drain on graphical rendering resources that you will like just have your frame rate. For whatever reason... Putting on their putting on your high beams. There went over. Wrecks, wrecks, wrecks your game just as much as my cat has knocked over the gumdrop tent. Yes, that's that that is that is that's it. It, it collapses the same exactly the same way. So what I have to say about that whole argument and how it collapses the same way is something like that you would address when you redo your lighting engine. Yeah, and I can't. I, I have to. I have to agree with him. Come on, that. guys. You just redid the lighting, and thank you. It looks great. I'll bet it would look really great if I could see the uh, stuff that we were just flying around in when I was ten meters from it. You know, I got I got a flashlight I use out on my boat. I can see rocks that are way out there. It's a well, flashlight. I got, I, I got this flashlight that'll just freaking blind you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, like can, a nine you know, LED a, runs off a double A battery. Two, my crate mark two is going to have that like duct tape to the bulkhead over here, <laughs> just like facing out the window. Just facing what is out it the with window. you and complaining about lights, Henry? You wanted a dome light because for the inside of your, your cockpit because you want a, a, a flashlight taped to your hull. What is it, man? I just want to be oh, able to see. That's, that's what I was going to mention. Well, did I remind you of something? Well, yeah, you did about Star Citizen. And go ahead. Is, is, is it light related? Yes, it's, it that's is on the light topic. related. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's light related. So go ahead. I, I noticed when, when climbing into these dark, unpowered ships, you know, before you sit down and... and and uh, turn on all the interior. The interior right. is freaking dark as heck. It's like uh, like if you climb into a cutlass uh, seat, it's all dark around you. It's going, you know, the engineers could have freaking put on some, you know, some uh, walkway light. lights. Yeah, or, you want or, a dome. You want you want a dome light. No, not necessarily a dome light. Just you know, hallway markers. Something. It's a common so problem. Soft. So, soft light lighting, you know, some soft LED, you know, yeah. something. I mean, come on. 
it's a thing. It's a thing. It probably would. It probably would crash their graphical rendering stuff too. No, you know what? And they could add it to Star Citizen, but it would add three years of development time, <laughs> and they'd have a convention <laughs> just about that. And then I and I complain <laughs> about how it's not on the stretch goal list. Uh, no, yeah. I, you know what it is. I think I think these uh, I think these developers and, and graphical artists are just uh, they don't think about the the small small minor details. I mean, if you were if you were to, I think they should all go to uh, uh, spend some time at uh, one of the three big automakers and how they go from engineering a, a new car design. Uh, to the blueprints through to the assembly line and and learn what it takes when they go you know we didn't think about that how are we going to add that have that add that in that's what that beta been tests a great, are for but yeah yeah that would have been a great idea six years ago if we had just if we had just said that on one of our shows five years ago that would have been a great idea the okay. devs are sitting there listening right now and then they throw all their papers up in the air and say we've got to start over just, We're gonna go visit just wipe the, the hard drive plant. Just delete everything. <laughs> Start over. We've been doing it wrong for Get the Get rid beginning. of everything except the sandworm and the space whales. We're redoing everything else. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's because it's so weird because um, my car doesn't have these, but my wife's car, I bought her a twenty thirteen and um, in twenty thirteen, but my 08 doesn't have them. But you open the door and there's puddle lights. They call them puddle lights. They're, they're lights. Yeah, the ones on the bottom of the door. Yeah, uh, on the bottom of the door, and it's like, yeah. you know, I'm thinking, you know, some some real person said, you know what, we need to light up the ground in the dark, <laughs> you know, when we're walking through here, and some and some designer going, hmm, lights. Oh yeah, that'll be three years in development. Forget you. There'll be no lights until you turn on the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those work better when you get out of the car, not necessarily when you get into it, because by that time you're already standing in it. Yeah, but yeah getting I, out of the car, they work I, pretty I well. Know. Yeah, getting out of the car. All right. And now that we're all caught up on Space Sim News, let's get caught up on Space News with Galactic Public Radio. Good evening from Galactic Public Radio on NC Fine Spencer McDonough, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. The investigation into the attack on Phoenix Base has concluded. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Spencer. Sirius Corporation CEO Lee Young Rui has confirmed that a number of its junior officers hired mercenaries to attack Phoenix Base in the mean system. Mr. Lee attempted to clear the air with engineer Ram Ta immediately, stating, quote, I would like to express my sincere regret over this incident and to personally apologize to Ram Ta. I continue to hope that we can work together on future guardian human technology. End quote. Although no details of the group's objectives have been released, Mr. Lee emphasized that the Sirius employees were, quote, acting purely in their own interests and without official knowledge, end quote. Apparently, some of the officers were transferred to Sirius Corporation custody by the Mean Defense Force, but neither Mr. Lee nor Security Chief Harper Vargas would provide the location of the remainder. Avoiding extradition to headquarters may be in their best interest, because under the Sirius Convention, the penalties for any executive found guilty in the assault could be life imprisonment. Under local law, the potential prison terms are much shorter. GPR has received another data cache, which appears to be from the same source that predicted the outcome of the investigation. This time, 
The file details plans to shuffle the convicted executives out of the corporation's detention facilities and into remote research and manufacturing outposts. Several of the leaked memos express concern that any corporate official that remains in the mean system may bargain for leniency in exchange for unspecified information. Is the corporation's threat of mean punishment of the officials actually serious, or is serious planning to be nicer than mean? In Orbit of Lucifer, in the serious system, for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Smoo Furness. Thanks, Smoo. The board of directors of the Cordova Group announced that the controversial news feed, the Mars Tribune, has been dissolved. All employees have been laid off and many members of the senior management have been arrested on charges of extortion, hyperlight comms, fraud, and espionage. Detective Captain Ramesh Thorne, who has been reinstated and promoted, announced that the Cordova Group would also be subjected to governmental audit. He further stated, quote, I would like to thank the anonymous whistleblower who exposed Cordova's scheme. She has now removed the surveillance program from all Achilles Corporation PA-912 robots in exchange for immunity from all prosecution, end quote. In our next story, a close personal friend of Alliance President Gibson Kincaid has been appointed to the Council of Admirals. Admiral Frederick Yamamoto of Zeance will take the sixth seat after an extended term as commander of the Alliance Defense Force. The seat was vacated last July when former Admiral Riri McAllister was revealed to be the Nexus, the leader of the terrorist group of the League of Reparation. The prior occupant of the seat, Fleet Admiral Talmac Buchanan, was assassinated by McAllister as part of the League's campaign of revenge for the death of Commander John Jameson almost 200 years ago. Although the appointment was intended to bring some stability back to the council, Admiral Yamamoto's ascension has some political ramifications. Vanya Driscoll, political journalist of the Alliance Tribune, stated, quote, Many expected the role to be filled by an officer from the Lave fleet rather than Zeance, so the decision has ruffled some feathers, end quote. Finally, in local news, law enforcement sources are highlighting a string of victories against local criminal elements. The Crimson Mafia was targeted by system authorities after the recent election victory by Guard Frequency Response. Surveys by political analysts on Capitol estimate that the Crimson Mafia's popularity has dropped to less than 1% in the latest polls. GFR Associate Director Richard Clemens told GPR, quote, The people of NC System asked us to bring them civil society, peaceful and productive, and we intend to deliver, end quote. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night. He looks up at you and says, you don't know and you don't want to know. I do. That's why I ask. (laughs) Like, I want to know bad. So, okay. So he's not going to tell me. Not not you. Not right. So, uh, uh. 
I think the only person Red, you want to give him, you want to give him a try? Take a run at him. How you want how you want to how you want to take a run at him? Can I insight? Try and get the the right thing to say. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because you've yeah. seen you've seen all these other approaches tried and fail. So uh, see what you think. I got a six. Yeah, it's one of my best skills. Still, world two. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, let's let's do the whole helping thing. We're going to give you a, a bonus modifier here. What's uh, Ken Shadow? What's your insight uh, bonus? I hate this character sheet. Uh, it's the mod. Oh, it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just a one. Okay, so one. Uh, Adira, what's 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 Adira's insight Two. bonus? Two. So that's three total. And Henry, what's your insight bonus? One. So four, so add it up, divide by two, that's an extra two. That would get you an eight. An eight. So you, you, you get the idea. You get the, uh, you get the sense that he is frightened of somebody not here, right? So a, a distant threat. And you remember from the conversation in the basement that his primary goal was to get out of here. So it's, you get the idea that if, 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 be if some protection was on offer, uh, some additional protection was on offer. There might be that might be a, a way to help him out of his rut. Okay. All right. So, so during this conversation, I've been looking around the room, fruitfully, fruitlessly trying to do what I want to do, which isn't going to work. Hmm. So I guess at this point, I, I, I turn to him and I'm like, "All right, you tell us what's going on here, or we leave you." We've already said we'll protect you, but you need to tell us who's doing all this messing up. Or otherwise, we don't know who to protect you from. He looks. He looks around at the rest of you. He says, "So far, I haven't asked that many questions about who you are while you're here. Who sent you? The guard frequency. And who are they precisely? Us? I've never heard of them. <laughs> it's brand new. Look, the people, the people that I work for, are very powerful. I don't even really know. I don't even know the names. I don't even know the names of the people. I just know." My contact is someone called Personnel. That's it. That's all I know. And then they report someone called Society. Or they cooperate. I don't even know how this all works. But all I know is that when colleagues of mine have crossed them, they disappear. And sometimes they reappear in tiny pieces spread out along stellar distances. In obvious ways that people like me get the message. No one should have access to those pads except me. And if that formula is wrong, and the formula on the pads matches them, that means someone above me changed it. And that means they want this place shut down, because they you people got sent in. If all I had gone as planned, it would have been a little bit of a kick. It would have been a seasonal hit. It would have been a sports enhancement drug. It would have been a party drug. It would have been a, a cheap and quick high that would have been popular for six months and then fallen out of favor. We would have made a new formula. But now, no. The world's caving in on me. Someone is out to get me. Well, this happened... Before we were even involved, we got uh, found the Aurora kind of by accident. Somebody was delivering something, it seems, that ship that was missing. I, you know, I, and uh, it, it wasn't an accident. Found- the, the crew sampled the goods that you tainted and crashed it. I That's didn't it. taint it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The formula right, that she not- made would have worked perfectly, except someone tampered with this equipment and then changed the formula in the in the in the pads no one has access to that except for me and i didn't change it many people could have gotten access to the machines that's what i've been trying to tell you but no one should have been able to change the pad except me well it's still not our fault that's what i'm saying this happened and we're here 
kind of on accident as opposed to this happened not because of us. It sounds to me like someone definitely is out to get you and your best bet is to stick with us. But how do I know, number one, you don't work for them, and number two, even if you don't work them for them, that you can keep me safe? Because my humongous gun has not blown a hole in your face yet. Because we would have killed you already because we just want to blow this place up and leave. So, if you want to come with us, cool. You know, there's no reason to be afraid. We're all armed and haven't killed you. We're, we're working with you. We're hanging out. What else can we do? He looks unconvinced, but he doesn't object. And then he basically says, just melt the stuff and let's get out of here. Now that we're all best friends, let's burn this place down then and go home. <laughs> all right. I still got another sandwich. He does not want a sandwich. Um, I, I still say the rest of the building is a loose end. We need to figure out something to destroy more than just this room. Um, yeah, can't we just like turn the oxygen up on the life support and then light a fire? And let it just go boom, because it has got life support running. We we'll suck all the, take all the nitrogen out of it, and just like run the pure oxygen and let well, the these, pilot gonna, light on their oven go. What's gonna happen when these guys run out of their drugs? They just gonna like have a crash and then mope around? Oh yeah, that's right. There's a whole bunch of people here. They're gonna come down, not have any more drugs, and we're just gonna murder them. When they come down off the drugs, they'll probably be fine. Yeah, I don't think we should be a wholesale slaughtering these people. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the argument here. I mean. <laughs> we weren't allowed to nuke them from orbit. Why would we be allowed to just murder them all wholesale now? Let's destroy the equipment. We can get the cops to take these guys to, you know, the dunk tank. We'll already be out of as here soon by as, the time As soon as he hears the word cops, he starts to laugh. Clement starts to laugh. I got another idea. How about Shiv makes a bunch of sandwiches and we make more friends? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, do the doctor looks at you and says... Uh, well, one of the side effects of the drug is a decreased hunger response, so I don't think they're going to be hungry. This guy is so British. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> that was the girl. That was the woman. But yeah, but she she doesn't see, she doesn't seem to get it. She does not seem to get it. She was really giving you a straightforward response about the hunger response. Um, all right. So uh, the 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 what I'm what I'm hearing is that you want to find a way to sort of take care of the remaining uh, drug-addled people, but without like necessarily murdering them straightforward. Dan, I, I want to murder. I don't. I don't want to do that at all. Right. So Dan <laughs> pipes up and says, "You know, I th I hear a lot of speeches and talking about like this stuff. I'll tell you what. There's a thing we could try. I I don't know, but there's like a lot of drugs here, and some of them are up Earth, and that hasn't gone so well. Some of them are down Earth, um, and maybe those could be piped through the systems or something. Could that be a thing? We got lots of drugs in the storage room back here. You know, maybe put everybody to sleep. Maybe it could be a thing that we could do." Solving the problem by putting the drugs in the pipe and everybody chilling out. Pretty much the way to do it. Everybody will go to sleep. All right. I like the idea. All right. So uh, we all, everyone sort of like, you know, doesn't object. Clemens is shaking his head going, this is not going to go well. Um, but nobody's listening to him because he's a douche. Uh, so <laughs> you all head across, you all head across the hallway into the storage room and Dan starts to kind of flip, flip open shelves and things and, you know. Starts to look at starts to look at stuff, and uh, he kind of knows where all the good drugs are. <laughs> um, we should get spacesuits for the um, our uh, tagalongs. Um, I wasn't going to mention that, but we have why? If they fall asleep, are... they'll be easier to get home. Rovers? <laughs> uh, what are they called? I forgot. The uh, the, uh, the SRVs. Yeah. SRVs, yeah. The SRVs. Um, 
Uh, roll a, uh, since Adira brought that up, Adira, roll a vehicle piloting check. Uh, stop making me roll stuff I'm not good at. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Hey, that's good enough, because this is really, you're matching up the count on your fingers with a count of the piloting things. You know that you have three SRVs, and each of them can contain a pilot, and each of those uh, containers each has one prisoner pod on it, so you can handle a total of six people. And right now you have seven. You have the four of you. You've got uh, Shin. You've got Clemens. And you've got Dan. You said Dan is very much like Sean, right? <laughs> so there is there is a copy of Dan. Dan is essentially backed up. You don't need to worry about Dan. Is Dan, Dan, wear, is Dan wearing a red shirt? Dan is not wearing a red shirt. No, it's sort of like Dan. It falls into the category of NPC uh, collateral damage. Where's or, their other, other or maybe there'll be a whatever happened in to the Dan? garage. There, there are other trucks in the garage, but you know you've got to the you got to get them to a spaceship. I mean, your 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 spaceship uh, only holds right. so many. We can't just put him in with uh, Brian and so in Shiv's uh, cargo pod. I mean, I'm sure that's a fan fiction. No, hold on. Come on, guy, we can drive. I can drive one of the spare trucks, right? Uh huh. And then, then you have another spot. All right, and then what happens when we get to the spaceship? There's four people. There's four spaceships, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you say we didn't lose any of our ships. Yeah, the ship's fine. All right. So you guys, you guys huddle. Uh, then um, you you guys remember that when you came in from your airlock down uh, down the way into the, the hallway, there were ex- extra spacesuits hanging up in the lockers, right? You know, it was a, it's it's the uh, it's the egress point to get out to the truck, so there's spacesuits in the lockers. I'll so, get those for the. I'll get three of those. All right, then you have to roll stealth check. If you're gonna go by that door with uh, that. I believe we we dubbed it the <laughs> factory. Yes. <laughs> the uh, so we locked them down with security factory uh, stealth. Uh, did you did you lock it? Yeah, we locked all the doors. I seem oh, that's right. Yeah, you got on the main computer and locked it. Out. Okay, yep. that's right. Um, uh, okay. Um, so as you as you're walking down the hall as you're walking down the hallway, it is it's a it's a low gravity environment, but you don't need your magnetic boots. But you're it's still a little hard to kind of do. You trip over your feet a little bit as you walk by the the special door. And it gets quiet again, as you recall from the last couple times when you maybe made a little extra noise and maybe you should have. It, get qu- it gets quiet for a while, and then it sometimes gets noisy again. Roll one more stealth check. I mean, it's, it's equal to sleight of hand. <laughs> so, from the other side of the door... It's a three for the viewers at home. It's a three the for the viewers at home. <laughs> for, the, for those following along at home, there's... At uh, the other side of the door, someone goes... Shut up! Shut up! And it stays quiet. And then you hear him, you hear a voice say, It won't open! It won't open! Pew, pew, pew. Ah, uh, I'm just a drug guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a drug guy. (laughs) He's just a drug boy. We're all high. I just want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to refresh everybody's, uh, I want to refresh everybody's uh, uh, understanding of the tactical situation we now have here. Uh, Red Bard is outside the door to the factory. We're going to call the second door, the one close to, closer to the door where you guys came in down the hallway. I'm, hold on. Procedural note. <clears throat> yes. I want to rem- I want to remind Tony that every time he says 
factory gets beeped in the podcast which is hilarious i mean i find bleeping much more funny than actual than the actual words that's okay, why i'm just making sure you understood the the audio and oh no no i, I just I, hope I am, bleep I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got a new audio guy you never know it could happen now uh, lennon likes to do this one i think he really enjoys listening to the rpg so um but yeah so uh so you made it to the door closest to the airlock so you're, you're, you're there, you're, but you're way down the hallway from everybody else. And you've just gone pew pew, I'm a drug guy in the hallway, <laughs> shouting in the hallway. I want everybody who's not with Red right now to roll a perception check. As soon as we all find it. <laughs> so we got a four, we got an eight. I guess I barely noticed it happened. A nine. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Ken Shadow thinks he like was that? Was that red? Was that? What was that? Are talking about him doing that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was him going pew pew. I'm a drug guy. <laughs> you're like you, you, you didn't quite make out the words, but it sounded like that. I'm, that I'm looking right. down the that hall. Is right. he like dancing in front of the airlock? Is that what it is? Yeah, you're. Well, you're you're in the supply thing, and you're around the corner. So if you want to like, if you want to walk over there and poke yeah, your head down I'll, the down the hallway, I'll look around the corner. Okay, you look around the corner, and you see Shiv out there, frozen in front of the that special door saying those things and you kind of, and you can, you can now sort of hear someone banging on that in, on the inside of that door trying to get out. And and I, just, I okay. like, is there a window on that, on those doors? I don't remember. No, no, no windows on the doors. Okay. No windows. On the I, door. uh, I flip my visor down. Can, can everybody can hear me if I talk in the mic, right? Yeah. If, yeah. Everybody from your team, you got comms. Yeah. I go, all right. Red alert. They hear, they, they caught on the shift. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendlies! So let's just be friendly! Some say he was hired to find out why the toilet paper rolled down the hill, and that he found out all it wanted to do was get to the bottom. But all we know is he's called the Shiv, and he'll put together this week's feedback. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that, one, that, that, was, that one doesn't need no, to have no, any explanation yeah. at all. But it does fit with our earlier experience in the deep black. Uh, does it? Okay. Yeah, because I found some big brown thyroid poops. Yeah, if you... And Henry got wiped out. <coughs> if you say so. Oh, come on. Henry got wiped out? That's not funny? I think he, that's hilarious. We got wiped out? We'll, we'll laugh later. It's cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, recap of last week's community question is, is there a ship you're excited to fly in the free fly? Did you get incursion to buy a Thargoid in the Elite Beta? Sean Newboy writes in, Wonderful show, guys. Thanks for detailing countermeasures. It gives someone not playing the game a basic understanding of how the system works in there. Right now, I'm immersed in Fallout 76. Might not make it into the free fly. So somebody must be enjoying Fallout 76. I've only heard bad things. Except for Jeff. What? Jeff said no, it was Jeff. pretty good. But yeah. Jeff said, all Jeff's the reviews are terrible. Jeff said coming around. I've only yeah. seen YouTube. Yeah, all the reviews so. are terrible. Uh-huh. No, I, 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 like I said, I was, I originally started out being mad because it was a multiplayer game, and, and, and traditionally the Fallout series is a single player survival game that uh, has a has a, a righteous, and I do mean righteous, modding community. I, my hat goes off to these people that make these wonderful, wonderful mods um, for this game, and I've I've got a lot of them, so. If you happen to be a listener of, of uh, you know, GFR, I appreciate you. So I was really worried that uh, Bethesda was going to destroy this game by making it multiplayer and putting all these, you know, multiplayer rules in play. 
But I heard that, you know, they're going to have private servers. They're going to, you know, uh, support this for eons to come. And uh, we'll see where it goes. And I'm enjoying this heck out of it. If they make a lot of money off microtransactions, that'll happen. The only microtransactions that are going on are cosmetic or, or so emotes. far. So so far. Yeah, you know, if they if they monetize the modding community, that will be a bad thing, and I'll walk away from it then. H. Allen writes in and says, permission to do a gateable flyby denied. Can shadow the landing pads are full. Hurston control out. Upgraded SC components should be movable from one ship to another with the same component size. Like weapons, time and AUC spent on those upgrades would not be wasted. Can't do the free fly event because uh, I will be without a gaming internet access for a while. Shh, very hush hush. Okay, I won't ask. I wasn't going to anyway, but I won't ask. Good show. Keep them coming. Oh, I think what he means is that we shouldn't tell anybody that he doesn't have internet access for gaming. So it's a good thing that nobody listens to the show. It's just me, Jeff, and Henry. And, and, <laughs> no, and, like at least two people know now. Mom. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, only like two people know now. And he's it's one of like them. You, he already knew. Yeah. yeah, so like, yeah, like nobody's going to listen to that. Ken part. from Don't Chicago worry, knows also. <laughs> Ken from Chicago knows, okay. All right, so, and pro- and maybe Jason, if Jason's listening. And maybe Monteado. And Bobo. That's like, like eight. And, and Clown Bobo, because Clown Bobo knows everything. So that's like ten people, tops. I'm sure I'm sure it won't get out, HLN. You're fine. Commander Watherspoon writes in and says, Thank you for another entertaining episode of Guard Frequency. I particularly appreciate Nuggets for Nuggets, not currently sponsored by McDonald's, and will also remember the slightly forced peach acronym. The ECM is something that was in the original 1984 Elite, but I've never taken the trouble to try it out in Elite Dangerous. I will now. Spencer McDonald's Galactic Public Radio is another favorite. I like the additional details that GPR manages to research, such as the names of the bodice-ripping romances in the Corsair King series and the way McDonald manages to make the last consonant of every sentence last several seconds rather fun. (laughs) As with SLF, Tony has invented a better set of words of the initials. Player-managed faction in many ways make more sense than player-minor faction, which is what Frontier Developments thinks it stands for. Hashtag Gar Frequency is always right. You're welcome. Also, and if you want to try out the canyon racing in your new Mamba, the canyons right beside the new Buckyball Racing SRV Challenge are ideal. And he gives a, a website right there. It's on. Uh, it's in the Pomech system. P-O-M-E-C-H-E. That's Papa, Oscar, Mike, Echo, Charlie. Charlie. I almost forgot the Charlie. I almost forgot the C. Hotel Echo. So, uh, Pomech system. Uh, I wish I could listen to you record the live show, but you do the recording in the middle of the night, planet Earth time. Well, only if you're in the middle I of the I thought I ocean. saw him on Twitch tonight, and if he is on Twitch, a uh, big shout out to Commander Wotherspoon. I, b- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Commander Wotherspoon might be in the British time zone because Mr. Wotherspoon has a very British accent. So we're we're actually like early morning now. So he could just be getting up early. Yeah, it's going to be all healthy. And he's, stuff, so. a, he's, he is in, and he says it's 6 a.m. where he's at. But there you go. He's in, he's, in, he's in British time now. He's practically Lennon's neighbor. All right. So, uh, so, so there you go. So, exactly. Ken from Chicago writes, By the way, yes, the bad news I was referring to last week was the delay of female avatars from Star Citizen's Alpha 3.4 to 3.5. Hashtag, Tony was right again thumbs up do i know our listeners or what do i know our listeners do i i do 
I, I know you guys. I, I knew I knew what the problem was. Many people might have focused on the whole moving uh, the new planet back. Other people might have said, well, uh, no, it was uh, uh, the delay in the 315 rework, the, th the 300 series rework. No, no. I knew it was the female character animation thing. I knew that. I knew that. No new Patreon, though, and uh, that means there's no new random winner, but uh, Tony has something to say. Keep on contributing, folks. You'll earn those T-shirts before you even know it. And this week's community question, how are you enjoying 3.3.6 and Star Citizen? Are you ready to head out into the Deep Black when Elite updates? And otherwise, how was the show? Are we finding great new shit in the Deep Black, or are our high beams missing something? Drop us an email, a tweet, or a comment on our show posts, which you can find on our website and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 239 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 240 on December 4th, 2018. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist and master webslinger, Ben Sanders, our elite contributor Baxter, and of course our audio engineers Mikey Lennon and Bill Hardy. Thanks to our syndication partner The Bass, and a special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. <laughs> if no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. And that's the same joke as last week, but go ahead. Yes, it is. Antonio's dreams, it, it's Antonio's dreams, it never quite as it you know, seems. I don't know this song. Ken Shatter didn't get it last week, you know, and yeah, I got dreams, it right never quite as it seems, right. never quite I, as it seems. Come on. Yeah, I got Cranberries? it. Cranberries? Antony yeah. dreams, it's never quite as it seems, never quite as it seems, right, Jeff? No, that's, that's right, Tony. Oh my God, I'm so out of practice. <laughs> well, you do have a thing on your head, and you're flying through space. It's and... too tight. I can't think straight. <laughs> All right, um, I'm trying to watch my ship too. This might not work. I'm at six hundred thousand light seconds now. Yeah, you got a ways to go. You're, you're... Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? There's no bathroom break. So sing the song to me one more time. To... No, more I'm time, not Tony. falling for that. I'm not falling for that trick. Forget it. <laughs> And Henry, I want I want you to do the 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 things up the thing up here one more time the the song thing. It's it, I it never got changed from dreams to streams. Oh yeah, I thought about that afterwards. So I was like, yeah, hey, maybe yeah. I should say something. Sorry, sorry, audio that's editors. Right. Sorry, audio editors. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Me, I've you. only you read it eight times. Like, you can do it six times if I want. <laughs> oh my god. And. Tony's streams, it's never quite as it seems. Never yes, quite it, as it seems. It has seems. that robotic and hesitant right quality one? that we're always looking for. I mean, Tony, okay. <clears throat> what's, what's funny is the, the cat motel going on behind you. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Did you see, is, did you see that one? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny. What is okay, that? Okay, so sorry, sorry, audio editors. So quick story time. Uh, my daughter uh, puts the younger cat down here at night because... He has been attacking the old fat cat upstairs, and they like they really make loud, horrible noises at each other. So, but that thing keeps him happy. Uh, huh. He hides himself in that little gumdrop tent thing back there, and that just makes him very happy. So, there you go, free show, everybody.
cat. There's the there's the cat. Did it quote? Many expected the role to be filled by an officer from the Laval. Lave. Lave. I saw that word. I'm going. Lave. 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 I'm going to try that again. All right. Sur- <clears throat> surveys or by pol- or fifth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> surveys by political and oh, now yeah, I got it all screwed up in my head. Or sixth. Yeah.